it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello and welcome to New Horizons for this week. I'm Vaughan Benison. Thanks once again for joining us. Coming up in early August, Blind Citizens Australia is due to hold a seminar for international university students. To find out more about it, we spoke with John Danish Krishnan, who himself is an international student studying at the University of Tasmania. John, thanks for joining us on New Horizons and welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Tell us a bit about yourself, your journey to uh, becoming an international student and what you're studying, etc. Uh, I'm from Singapore. So I came to Australia because I wanted um, a bit of a different experience um, as I had been studying in Singapore, um, of course, uh, ever since I started um, kindergarten. So I came here to um, Tasmania um, because it's a, it's a relatively small um, island state and it's not as crowded or noisy as, uh, shall we say, Sydney or Melbourne, which is um, usually a very uh, popular destination for international students. So I'm studying law and psychology, which is a double degree program uh, at the University of Tasmania uh, for the past two years. You said that um, you you grew up and, of course, studied all through um, primary school and high school, etc., uh, in Singapore, and uh, you're totally blind, I understand? Yes. So what was it like studying in Singapore, um, as you understand it, compared with uh, what it might be like in Australia? Um, in Singapore, shall we say it's a bit um, difficult um, to get uh, uh, shall we say uh, resources uh, for the blind mm -hmm. so for instance in primary and secondary school uh, you can't go to any school you wish and expect um, uh, some teachers to be able to help you with uh, braille resources or electronic resources so you have to go to specific schools which offer those services. So, for instance, in, uh, in Singapore, there is the Singapore School for the Visually Handicapped, which is a school specific for uh, visually handicapped um, students, which goes up to primary six. And then for secondary school, there are two um, specific secondary schools which uh, you can go to. Uh, apart from those two secondary schools, uh, there are no other schools which would uh, which would accept uh, blind students. Um, when it comes to tertiary education, uh, that's where it opens it opens up uh, more. Uh, you could go to any college or university, um, college or university you wish. So I, I would say that the main difference in terms of um, studying 
uh, in Singapore and Australia as as it pertains to being blind is is this very important um, distinction that um, in Australia more or less it's more open to blind students as compared to Singapore. When you consider the fact that in Australia um, students going to regular schools um, are visited by visiting teachers and resources are fairly scarce, particularly uh, more so in some states than others, do you think that uh, having gone to a blind school that you received a good standard of education um, comparatively? Well, there are good and um, not so good um, results of going to a totally blind um, school. The good uh, aspects of it is, of course, you get more um, uh, attention, sh- uh, shall we say, and, and uh, in particularly in terms of resources, uh, uh, visiting teachers and students and, and all that, as you said. But of course, there are downsides to it is that um, we did not get to uh, socialize with uh, mainstream students until secondary school, until the secondary um, level. So that's um, about six to seven years um, until, well, secondary school starts at about 12 to 13 in Singapore. So that's quite a bit, quite a number of years being sheltered from uh, mainstream students. So once you get to secondary school, you do not actually know how to uh, socialize with them because um, as far as I knew, as far as my education went, that was not uh, included in uh, primary education as uh, living skills or or uh, post-curricular activities. So that was a huge um, obstacle which I faced. You, uh, as I understand it, did some uh, tertiary studies before you left Singapore. Was that an enjoyable um, and a reasonably um, seamless experience for you? It was quite enjo- uh, enjoyable. Uh, as Actually, I was the first um, student uh, who was blind in that particular um, college which I attended. And before I went there, they had to um, set up the the resources for me to be able to get electronic resources and the help which I needed um, at that college. I was there for about um, three years and I think they they acquitted themselves quite well uh, for for having such a student for the first time. Mm. 
And uh, you decided to come to Australia and study law and psychology. That's a big step for a number of reasons, not least because, uh, you know, in a lot of respects, they're two quite difficult subjects um, for a blind person to tackle, as I understand it, at least. But also you've come to a completely different country and a country where you don't know anyone and you don't know the, the landscape. What sort of things would you recommend people put in place to make sure that that's um, as seamless an experience as possible? Before I came to Australia, um, I did some research on the different um, universities which you could study at. So, of course, there are many um, universities. There are about 30 over universities or even more um, in, in Australia. And, of course, most of them are very reputable and very... Um, trustworthy. So what you should do um, as a blind student or as um, a, a, a visually impaired student is to find out the kind of environment which you wish um, to go into. So whether it be a, 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 a huge open environment or a small uh, community which you are more comfortable in. So for instance, um, over here in Tasmania, uh, I'm in Hobart, which is quite a, a small um, community. So there are only, um, well, it's definitely not as big as Sydney or Melbourne. Um, so that's one. Uh, one of the most important things is the community. Whether you want to be in a in a in a very huge um, city kind of area um, or, or a small um, community, so I chose Tasmania, of course, because Singapore is a small community. Singapore itself is an island state, um, and Tasmania is comparatively uh, small over here as compared to um, all the other states um, over here in Australia. So that's one thing is the community. Um, secondly, of course, you have to um, look for the services offered um, at the universities. Of course, whether they um, offer resources for blind students, whether, whether they um, whether you can get to some um, people at the university who have knowledge as to um, how to help um, blind students, the disability services, how good it is. Um, are they able to help? Because um, not all disability services are equal. Um, and, and you have to be quite careful about that because you do not want to get into a university and realize that um, their, their services are subpar. So what I did was I contacted um, some of the disability services from different universities. So how I gauged was based on their replies, like how, how long they took to, to get back to me and their quality of responses um, to my question. 
and how they how they did it that way it gave me a small um taster of um whether it will be good for me to go to this university because that's the only way i could um i could gauge because i am not able to go to all the universities and mm-hmm. talk to them one at a time uh, blind citizens australia is uh, very shortly going to be holding a forum for international students and i'm assuming that that's prospective international students uh, thinking of coming to australia as well as those who are already in australia what will be discussed at that forum and uh, what will people get out of attending uh, basically what we will be discussing is the benefits and the difficulties which um, international students have faced um, specifically in Australia for what reasons they came here as well as what they see in having an international education. As you said before, um, it's not easy being an international student, especially for someone who is blind or visually impaired. And there's a lot of costs um, involved as well. There's a financial cost. There's a social cost as you're leaving behind most of your friends and family. So we'll be talking about how um, these students are able to cope with um, these costs and how they have overcome um, their so-called difficulties and have been able to uh, manage studies as well as social life in Australia. How can people register for the forum and uh, when will it be held? Uh, it will be held on the 2nd of August, um, which will be a few, a few weeks from now. And registration is on the Blind Citizens Australia um website so how i found it was i did a google search and i got to it so uh most people will be able to do it that way as well john once again thanks for joining us on the program and uh, i wish you the best of luck with the forum and also of course the best of luck with your continued studies sure thank you and if you'd like to know more about that upcoming event, have a look at the BCA website or contact Blind Citizens Australia. If you wish to contact BCA, 1-800-033-660 is the telephone number, 1-800-033-660. Or you can email bca at bca.org.au, bca at bca.org.au. I'm Vaughan Benison. I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of a dream. Of our dreams.